You're listening to the Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technological advanced silhouette decoys on the market. And Vortex Canada, the force of optics. Hey, everybody. Here we are. Episode 113 of the Union 0430. Uh, All the boys, they're all scattered. Um, Emergencies came up. I'm not quite sure what it is, but uh, either way, it's just me and the man. And I know I I would hazard to guess that 80% of the people listening to this has listening to this episode has this tool on your lanyard or in your pocket or somewhere um, because I see everybody using them. We've got David Maestas coming to us um, with who is the creator and owner of the finisher. So now you know what I'm talking about. Um, I got mine on my lanyard right there. Um, one of the originals before all these cool paint schemes came out, I just got the plain brass one. So now all these cool yeah paint schemes are out so um dave buddy thanks so much for coming on we had a little bit of technical difficulty getting uh getting you on here tonight but uh but you made it looking uh looking real nice where you are um where are you right now well we're based out of new mexico so i am in my backyard thought it was a nice day to come outside and enjoy the weather so that my shorts and cut off it's Beautiful, yeah, buddy. Beautiful weather, man. Yeah. What What's the temperature in New Mexico right now? Uh, we're like in the eighties right now. Oh, okay. 80, so not too bad. I think it was. Okay. Yeah, so not no, so 80. eight eighty eight. Um, so you're probably around what's that in Celsius? Probably around thirty five Celsius, I guess. So that that would be no idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm learning. I'm learning. Uh, rough. Uh, miles and and Fahrenheit and stuff just because the majority of our guests come from come stateside right so um and and they don't understand Celsius and and metric uh, just as much as I don't understand Fahrenheit and Imperial so um we'll but we figure it out uh, so I'm yeah. guessing you're probably <laughs> around 35 degrees Celsius which is pretty warm for for us. But uh, I'm guessing New New Mexico. Uh, that's that's a nice day. It's a great day. It is. <laughs> that's a great. So listen, man. Like I really, um, I thought about you a couple weeks ago, and that and that's when I I reached out, and I can't believe that it take that it's taken me this long to reach out to you um, to get you to come on the show because it, it didn't take any convincing or whatever. I asked you, and you were like, "Yeah, man, I'd love to come on." There was no. There was no trouble getting you on or anything. So I'm a little bit embarrassed that it's taken me so long to get you on because one of the things that that we always talk about on this show is 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 how hard it has to be now to be innovative in the waterfowling world. And and which is what we our whole thing is, is just about hunting birds. Um right. And then, you know, I think, I don't know, I'll say I got my finisher in what? I'll say it was probably around 2015 I got my finisher. Um, Yeah, it was probably around there. 
And then it just seemed like everybody had them. It was just like nobody had them, never heard tell of them. And then someone was like, hey, do you see this thing? And and I agree with you because I think it's absolutely insane to be twisting a, a goose's neck or, or a duck's neck, especially if you're trying to get it mounted and stuff. And And I really didn't have any other option. And then the finisher shows up and it just makes life so much easier. Um, but yeah, it was like nobody had it. And then all of a sudden, everybody I knew had one hanging off their lanyard. So congrats to you because I, I appreciate it. But it, like it, it has to be hard to be innovative in today's world because it seems like everything's already been done. Everything. Yeah, man, that, that's a thing. Um Here's the, here's the, what happens though. I've, I've talked to, I don't know how many people that are always like, you know, how, how, you know, how do I do, how do I come up with something? And I always tell people the, the biggest, everyone that's probably heard of other, my other podcasts, there's, I watch a lot of cartoons, dude. I'm like a yeah. kid at heart. That's all I ever do is watch cartoons and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, there's this movie called robots, right? Yeah. And, uh, it's about this robot. He has this guy that he's, uh, looks up to, he's like this huge innovator, uh and so what he does is uh, um he has this like little slogan it's called like see a need feel a need type deal mm -hmm. so getting into the waterfowl industry there's still plenty of needs to be met it's just basically coming across that so as waterfowlers we usually just find ourselves dealing with that need instead of fixing the need mm -hmm. we'll do temporary patches on it um because apparently i'm not the first one ever to come up with this deal um uh, I'm the first one who ever put it into a design, patented and made it into a product. Mm -hmm. uh, the first thing was someone a long time ago. I mean, it's back. I'm talking to old timers, like eighties and nineties. And they're telling me about uh, this thing they used to call pithing. Uh, basically they used it in biology class when they were little kids growing up in school to uh, get these frogs. And then they would stick in the back of them and it would like, kind of paralyze them, but they would just kick, put it in their spine. So yeah. their spine um, would have them paralyzed and they flip them over and then they would cut them open to leave them alive. So they could watch, look at all their organs and stuff like that before they ended up killing them. Also, it's pretty crazy stuff. So right. a, someone from there got uh, the idea of putting a flight feather in the back of a bird's skull, which it worked. Uh, yeah. But man, a lot of the time it broke. You're there fighting of with course. these birds, and That's you know, right. and if you like you mentioned, so there's your point you were saying it, you know, you needed to mount these birds or whatever, which is a great point because I get I don't know how many times I get people like, oh, this taxidermist said don't do that, this taxidermist said do that, and I have just as many taxidermists that endorse the progress. I would rather fix a yeah. pinhole in the back of the head versus a neck that's been ripped off or torn yeah. to pieces and all this. Absolutely, it's just it's a so so I mean, and like I tell everybody, I said anything done with. Uh, um, overuse is going to affect that animal. So, like, um, if I, I used a, a a bird shot instead of like grabbing it and, and finishing it off, and and you shoot it again, you're putting all this trauma to that bird. You know, it's going to ruin it. Too much uh, babies in a bird is not a good thing, right? Absolutely. We all know that it destroys the meat, all that stuff. Yep. So, if you use a finisher and you use it in there vigorously, and you're just going to town on it. You're gonna mess that bird up. So, but if you use it properly, mm -hmm. you're you're gonna have a pinhole in the back of the head. It's gonna be no big deal. Yeah. And uh, you know it'll be perfect for those. But, anyways, yeah. But back to your point, man. Um, the fact that I, 
is able to do something to where you know it's become a globally known product is blown away i'm blessed to know that uh you know it's gone as far as it did i first just did this to uh pay off my patent that's all i wanted to do <laughs> i didn't even plan on it getting huge you know i thought i would sell maybe a couple hundred of them or something like that and yeah it would pay for me to have uh, some cool stuff on the side and yeah you know go on some trips and meet some people and i never thought it would ever turn into something to where i would have a full-on business and to where you're you know getting employees and stuff like that it's just is crazy that is insane yeah the fact that you had to yeah. go out and hire employees like that yeah, that's yeah. that's insane like after like with a rough i guess a rough ballpark estimate if you were to say how many how many finishers have you sent out like roughly i don't know man so you said you got your finisher back in 2015 yeah i started it in 2014 um so you Jeez. yeah so that's for that's eight years ago. Yeah. Um, wow. So yeah, we've been in business for eight years, and I honestly don't know, man. I would say tens of thousands of them have gone out. You know, and that's insane, dude. Uh, this year alone, we've we've done our best so far. Oh, oh Bass really? Pro, Bass, Bass Pro, Cabela's, Shields—they all put in these monster orders to where we're still catching up for Bass Pro orders. Um, it's just, it's, it's crazy. I, I never planned on that ever happening. And uh, it's crazy, man. Like I said, it's, just, I it's, it's wild. And But I think that's like most, most people that you talk to, when, the, when they create something, they make something, especially when it's, it's something that's new. The, the common thread always seems to be, I never thought it would get to this point. Do you know what I mean? And and that just it it's right. it's reflective of what you said. You see a need, you fill the need, right? That there was a need there. Uh, right. I'm I know there's a ton of dudes out there that have no issue wringing a a bird's neck, and and to them, go for it. Do do your own thing. I yeah. I could care less. You do you? Yeah, you do you. Like uh, I don't care. Um, but to me, um. You, uh, I I just didn't I did it, but I didn't do it and I didn't enjoy it and and I always thought well there's got to be a better way. Um, but that that's was how it was for me. Yeah, exactly, man. Like I, I literally sucked at wringing birds' necks. Like yeah, I ripped a bird's head off. I yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I socked it. That was the worst. That was kind of like the drawing point for me because I've been a big game hunter my entire life. You know, what I mean, mm -hmm. you shoot it, basically dies right there. Now you put a round in it right away and it's done. Yeah. Um, these birds are like, oh, you just get them and then you just ring them like that and you snap it and then I snap in the body would fly that way and on the head and I'm like, oh my gosh. And then another one I'll ring it and it looked like a you just wrung a towel just plenty of times. There's just in yeah. spirals and that bird was still alive. I'm like, man, that is wild. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, well, you know, there's gotta be something the worst one. Like I was getting at the worst one I've ever done. I wrung the neck and it tore the skin from the neck down and it like socked it. I guess that's what they yeah. call it. They socked it. You just yeah. see all the meat 
and the little eyes were like blinking, looking at me uh, still. And I was like, oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah, this is, this is there killing me. There has to be a better way. Yeah, yeah but at the time, all there was was this little thing called Neckers. I think they're still around. Maybe it's like a big plier. It's a reverse plier that you get and you put it on the neck and it and it just okay. snaps the neck. Okay. Um, but honestly, talking to veterinarians, because I got this, like whenever I was doing this, I, I talked to veterinarian. I said, hey, this is what I'm doing. And they said, man, that's the most uh, humane way to dispatch an animal, other yep. than obviously shooting it directly in the head, because you're basically putting a headshot to it. Yeah. Um, so, so like I, I told them about it, and I got endorsed by these, you know, veterinarians. That was hard to find. Let me tell you that veterinarians yeah, are there to help animals. They're not there to kill animals. You know, that's right. To try and get one of them to jump on board and say, no, no that's definitely something we we agree with what you're doing. Um, so, anyways, man, like I just. I know I feel better when now yeah. that I'm hunting, knowing that that animal's being dispatched quickly and, and it doesn't suffer anymore, man. Like yeah. having that bird suffer and look at me, I was like, it's just terrible. I hear people like, Oh, you ain't a man. If unless you ring the neck or bite the head. And I'm like, yeah, honestly, dude, it's, it's not about my manliness at all, at all. Yeah. I mean, but if you want to go that route, you can, if you're this big tough dude <laughs> and you think, Oh, using a little thing tool like that for girls. I mean, to me, it's, it's helping people educate and bring them into the sport, showing that we're being respectful to these animals we're hunting. And that's the main thing I wanted to get across yeah. to everybody. So we're not, we're treating them humane. You know what I mean? We're not, we're not just going out there, bringing the neck, throwing them in the pile. Cause I don't know how many people I've talked to. They're like, Oh, just bring the neck. And I'm like, okay, how many times have you rung that neck threw that bird in that pile? And it's got it up. Well, a couple times I said, well, then you don't do it right. Every time you say yeah. you're a pro, but it's happened to you. Yeah. It happens to everybody. You know, you either tear the head off, you don't do it right, or you know, it just stays suffering. So, anyways, absolutely, I go, on, I go on and on about that. No, no, it's absolutely. <laughs> and 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 it's a good passion. And we, like me and the boys, I wish they were here because they'd all chime in on this, because we say it all the time on this show that as hunters, we are our own worst enemy. We've got dirt, uh, and here's a Canadian term for you, Dave. Um, we've got a hockey sock full of of anti-hunters that's just waiting for us to mess up so that they can go spread all the social media sites about this big cruel hunter and how he's treating the animals horrible and that and that's fact they're out there and they're just waiting for us to mess up if you can if you can do something so that it's humane it causes no pain it's quick I don't know why you wouldn't do it. And, and that's, and again, do you, like if you don't want to spend the $18 to buy the tool, then dude, that that's up to you. Like I, I, I can't, I'm not going to chastise anybody for not buying something, but don't, don't give me this shit about, Oh, well, you're not, well, if you were if you were good at it, you wouldn't you wouldn't have to need a tool, or if you were a man, you wouldn't have to need a tool, or or whatever fucking excuse they've got to use uh, in order to make themselves feel better about not using it. Listen, I know a lot of dudes that don't use it, but they don't use it just because. Well, they just don't use it. They they'll just quickly do it and 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 whatever. But there's no. I don't know. There's no puffing of chest because they're not using a finisher and I am. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, no, exactly. But I even told everybody, I said, yeah, you, they're like, ah, oh, it's quicker if I do that. I said, I guarantee you it is not. You literally, <laughs> if you get it right, you could, I, could, I could kill 
three to one uh, on someone oh, yeah. bird to to their of course. one. Of and course. then I never thought about this because we don't hunt out of uh, pit blinds or anything like that around here. Mm-hmm. Um, but they say my my buddy Alex Langbow with Gundog Outdoors told me. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. He's like, I, man, he, he, I, I didn't even realize. He said, "Hey, my dog brings in the bird." He's like, "You're in this little." tight confined place and you're trying to wring a bird's neck inside of there so you're trying to hear hitting people swinging everywhere he's like <laughs> man he goes i just pop that and throw it on the, onto the onto the the stringer and we're done and uh i was like oh well there's another thing another guy told me about he hunts birds out of kayaks and he's yep. like dude trying to trying to wring a girl a goose's neck out of a kayak is a challenge and i was like i, I bet think about these things you know so yeah like to me overall i really don't care if people use it or don't um yeah. but i do tell people Try it at least once. I guarantee you won't. You'll be like, oh, that was pretty easy. Um, so anyways. But it is, it is, it, it is, it's very easy. And, and again, um, if, if you are lucky enough to, to, to harvest a bird that is, you know, a, a bucket list bird for you, something that you've been chasing forever, something that you want to get mounted now listen i i get what you said maybe some if you walked into a taxidermist with a duck and you drove that finisher in and you're just going nuts trying to scramble everything in there then he's probably going to say well you ruined the bird um that finisher ruined the bird. but if you just stick it in and just that's all i do yeah. i don't i don't ruin any birds um if I want to get one mounted, you know, it, it, the bird still looks good. So to me, it, it, it's a no brainer to me to, to have it. Um, but you know, again, without, without going down this rabbit hole of, of telling people that they're wrong for not using it. Um, that's again, you do you, but, um, again, the fact that you've seen that there is this need and there is a need for this, um, and you filled it and it, it's pretty amazing because when you look at this thing and you, and you're like, yeah, it's pretty simple design. It's nothing, no moving parts, you know, no engineering, nothing. It's just, right. And I, I tell you what I really like is when I went on your website, uh, the other day to look, um, and this is when I sent you the message, I was like, man, I've had mine for so long. There was no extra colors. And then I seen the one of the feather the other day. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that's cool. I like, I like that one. That that's probably my favorite one now looking through your site. So I'm probably going to have yeah. to get one, probably going to have to order one. But uh, anyways, so it, it's good, I man. I know a guy. That <laughs> yeah. um, but, but seriously though, it, it is a great, it's a great invention. Um, like you said, fellas before were using things similar and you can't take all of the credit for it, but you did take the initiative to, to patent it and, and to turn it into a business where like, would you say you're worldwide? Oh yeah, definitely. I, I sell a bunch to New Zealand, uh, Ireland, Wicked. Uh, Australia, Australia actually, um man i wish i had my pelican right now i'd be shooting some dove uh anyways australia um used my finisher because it's illegal to ring a bird's neck there no you can't ring a bird's neck you have to use a club um or or like two other methods 
the yeah. main one that they showed on there was the finisher. Um, they, That's they crazy. said use a, one of these tools, but they never once contacted me to like, hey, it's the, my exact picture of my finisher and everything. It shows the guy using it and everything. I was like, hey, that's cool, but I wish they'd like <laughs> done some type of tag. This is yeah. the game and fish that put this in their pamphlet. Wow, like, they wish they'd at least tagged me in it and said, hey, you could buy one from this website, you know. But they didn't. Either way, um, we sell them to there, and uh, obviously a lot of Canada, um, and a ton in the U.S. So. I'm uh, I'm trying to find. There was a guy um, that messaged me the other day uh, on my socials, and anyways, he's he listens to the show from from New Zealand, which which blew me away because, well, first off, we're just a, just a group of dudes from from a little place in Canada, right? So, um, and when you think of duck hunting we're not what you think of you know you think arkansas and 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 these flooded timbers and and north dakota and and out west and the prairie potholes and stuff like this so when we started this show we really didn't know if if people were going to listen to it if people were going to like it all that good stuff um and then we find out there's a dude in new zealand that listens to the show listens every week and i and i'm so sorry if you're listening that i forget your name um but i will make it up to you on the next episode because i will give you a shout out um but now you're saying that new zealand australia like you're shipping over there so again like it's just you think that this world is so huge and and this waterfowling industry for lack of a better term um is so massive and so huge but here you are um you created this this little tool and now the australian fish and game department whatever it is um it's yeah. one of it's one of three uh you know, approved methods for dispatching a bird that's that's pretty cool man it's something to hang your hat on yeah, I wish I could find it. Somebody sent it to me once. One of my friends from Australia, they sent it to them saying, hey, check this out. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's my product <laughs> right there. And uh, awesome. no, I was like, I, I don't know where it's going to find it. It was like, I think my buddy Blair, Blair Flynn, Finley, Flinley, I can't say his last name. Anyways, he's I, it was either him or another guy that I talked to out that way. But um, yeah, man, it's, it's pretty cool. It's been it's been a lot of work. Um we're finally at the point now to where uh, we're going to have like a little, little miniature warehouse. Um, oh, wow. We're trying to bring everything back to uh, make them here. Cause yeah. it's been such a headache doing things overseas and stuff. And um, everything, about 90% of the products made here in the U S uh, the product itself is made overseas, but I've, everything else is done here. Right. Packaging, uh, painting and um, everything else. So anyway, uh, we're going to try and see, I talked to the guy today earlier and seeing if we could, uh, get that going again. So we don't have to worry about, you know, shipping delays and stuff. Cause that's what really killed us last year. Yeah. And, uh, that, that really screwed us over and COVID that screwed us over, shut down our plants down there in China and, you know, that communism area. <laughs> well, just how they are, but, uh, you know, yeah, well, obviously, you know, your business along with everybody else's in the waterfowling world, um, they were all, everybody's been affected by 
by overseas shipping and then just the cost that you know the delays are one thing but then the cost that's associated with the shipping and how much that increased and and not knowing you know if you were going to get your product on time and stuff you know that that was a a major major uh, setback to to a ton of businesses since COVID came in right but I think and 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 this is me. I've got no no money into this, um, so um, it's easy for me to say. But I would love to see, and I I don't say American made. I say North American made because I think we need. I think we need both Canada and the U.S. Our manufacturing sectors need to be rebooted and stop having this reliance on overseas because and and. For a ton of different reasons, and this is this is the view of Damian Pittman, but the quality, if it's made in North America, 99% of the time the quality is better. And that's and that's my viewpoint. Now people can argue with me, uh, especially when it comes to textiles. Um the quality is normally better if, it, if it's made here. Our nylon in North America is better than, than what it is overseas. Um, but I would love, love to see so many more businesses start doing American made, like um, Real Geese, Real Geese Silhouette Decoys. They sponsor this show, um, been behind us for, for so long. Uh, Craig Mintz constantly, constantly trying to figure out a way to, to produce more product in the United States, uh, more jobs in the United States, more, more factories pumping out product, right? So um, good on you, man. If, if you can, if you can do everything in, in the U S of a, um, I think you're, I think you're winning, but it's hard to compete when, when someone can do it for pennies as opposed to dollars. Right. Yeah. And it just, it's sad though. Like you get people from, uh, They'll come out and they're like, where's this made? I'm like, okay, well, if I tell you where it's made, is it going to change your perspective? And they're like, well, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, here's the deal. I'm going to yeah. tell you it's made overseas. It's like probably that phone in your pocket. Yeah. Um, and, but I was like, here's the deal, though. 90% of the product of the rest of the company is here in the U.S. You're supporting majority yeah. U.S. people. So a small part is made overseas. Mm -hmm. Aside from that, if I make this here in the United States – People, you you pay eighteen dollars for a plain mm. brass finisher. Yep. Okay. Um, if I had this made here in the U.S., which is the quotes I've gotten, yeah, we're at nine dollars my cost. Right. So people that know retail, this is going to get a little yeah. bit side of the retail side of things. Yep. You have to go at least three times your cost. So if it's nine dollars my cost. Yeah. I have to sell wholesale mine at eighteen dollars, because then the store needs to make their money on it. That's right. So the store's going to get that $18 and they're going to double it just so they want to double their money. Yeah. So now so you're now at 36. You're at what, 36, $36 yep. for yep. a plain brass finisher. <laughs> Who's going to pay $36 yep. for a little piece of brass? That's right. Big? That's right. And so then, and then is... they'll be complaining because, well, there's no, then the complaint becomes, there's no way you can tell me that this piece of brass costs $36 to make. Right. That then that's that of that's it <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? of course it doesn't. But that's that's the complaint. So yeah, buddy. Um I I'm with you. Uh and then I, Yeah, go for it. Sorry. No, I'm just gonna say so then that's just plain brass. So then you're looking at like 
So my American flag ones, I have a guy here that lasers them and they Cerakote them here. So you're talking about adding another $10 on top of that. So now right. you're looking at $46 Six plus your shipping. You're looking at 50 bucks for one finisher this big. Mm-hmm. No one in their mind is going to pay that much. That's other right. than like a limited edition, something mm. that's going to be limited special deal. Or I've also done other things to where I've, I've sold some stuff like at $80, $90. And we've given a percentage away, like usually like 30, 40% will give away to yeah. like some organization, something local, helping right. out some sick kid or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So some other things, there's things like that we'll do. But in general, like just to have a product that's 47 $8, you know, for somebody just to buy without it going towards nothing is going to be a hard sell. Even for myself, I'm like, eh. well, then that's where you get these guys that just go and make their own. Like prior to the finisher, I had this old timer is like, this was my finisher. And he brought me this little, uh, little piece of like a, like maybe a brow tine from a deer they, that broke off yeah. and then they drilled a hole in it and they had two brow tines actually. So it was a hole on, on in between it and he put a nail sticking through it. And then he had the other brow tine that had another hole through it. So then they like kind of covered each other and it was kind of like a, like a cow horn, I guess you would say like yep. that, like in between that two, two spikes on it held together with the screw, the nail in the, and he said he'd use that. And then he'd use that other part to cap it, which the brow time was still a point, but it wasn't as sharp as a nail, I guess is what it yep. was. Um, but he said he made that 40 years ago or something like that. Some old timer. Yeah. And he's like, I just never thought, and that's what I was getting at. So at the very, very beginning, you're like saying, you know, it, coming up with something that uh, was innovative that, you know, the waterfowler community ended up taking to. There's things out there that we are doing right now that are like that old timer that you have two brow tines together, held together with a nail that you are personally doing to make your job easier. But you don't realize that I could turn this into a business and yeah. other people may buy this. Yeah. How about I do this? Because what other people are probably modifying other things to do stuff, certain things. Oh, 100%. So everyone thinks that they're like, well, I don't want to get started down that road because it's, it's a lot of money and this. And here's the deal. It does take money. It takes a lot of money over a period of time mm-hmm. to protect your idea and get it going, to get marketing, to get a whole business run off the ground and stuff like that. Um so that that does take some time, but you know what? The reward is is well worth it. And so I would encourage anybody listening or whatever, like people have ideas, act on it. Don't don't yeah. allow it to, to stop you from doing something that you may love and enjoy. I will tell you, it will take away from what you love and enjoy. Like I don't get a duck hunt nearly like I used to. I used uh, to yeah. go out three, four times a week. Yeah. And I go out last year, I went out one time. I shot wow. six ducks my one day and that was it <laughs> you know it was a great time when we caught some fish too it was a casting blast but i'm in, in general like yeah there's a lot of really innovative people out there that um can can come up with something that has not been thought of yet um yeah. one of the great products that that i just got involved with uh, i bought I'm, I'm a partial owner in the company uh is the the bluebird waterfowl the animator brilliant uh, segue amazing, david Brilliant. Amazing. I know. How do you like that? How do you like that? Huh? <laughs> that was that was well done, buddy. Well done. Uh, you know, just gotta keep it natural flowing like that. <laughs> that was well oh. done, buddy. But yeah, so go on All about right. Bluebird because we've had George on the show. I've I've personally yeah. got involved with the Kickstarter, so so go for it. Yeah. So so you know, George. Um, He's a he's a very aggressive guy. He's like my personality, but on steroids. Like that guy is just bam, 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 bam. 
kind of just like those little wiry chihuahuas, man. Just yeah, ah, just all over it. Yeah, uh, love the guy, but man, he he's a go getter. So, you know, he 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 was the same way. You know, there for whatever reason, I don't ever. I actually don't even know the story behind it. I didn't get to watch his podcast with you guys, but you know, whenever he called me about this product, I was like. That is a great idea, mm-hmm. you know, and he told me how it works and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, okay. He sends me one to tend, send out, you know, and I'm, I'm looking at it and checking it out. And I'm like, man, this is a great product. Like, and, you know, he, and he, he was gracious enough to extend the offer to be involved with his company. Yeah. He said he talked to a lot of people, had a lot of people in wanting to buy into his company and stuff like that. And for whatever reason, he felt like I was the person that was yeah. going to be a perfect fit for his company. Um, and I will say, man, just the the ingenuity that he put into this thing and the simplicity, kind of like the finisher, man. It's very simple. It's just a crankshaft on, yeah. on an arm, yeah. you know, and then you just use that plunger up and down and it, and it causes the ripples in the water on those those days that are calm. You know, yeah. obviously you wouldn't use this on a windy day. There's no reason for it. That's right. On a calm day when there's nothing going on, there's no ripples in the water. You throw that on your on your spinning wing decoy, granted. There are, aren't all models available. It's on majority of the models. I'd say like yep. 70, 80% of yep. the spinning wing decoys they'll fit on right now. Um, but man, it does an amazing job in making that water ripple along the the whole part. I, it's probably, I would say, a diameter of at least, uh, I would say 20 feet, if not more. Um, really? I don't know if he gave specs on it or not, but I have a pond down the road for me about half a mile. Um I'm going to go take it down there. You're not, you're not supposed to get in there, <laughs> but I'm going to go in there. I'm going to shoot a video yeah. and it's a good sized pond. And I guarantee you that's going to make that entire pond ripple with just one animator on it. Yeah. Splashing the water. So it's a great, great deal. And we were able to get together and come up with some amazing combo packs. Like I, I don't know whenever he was on your guys' show, if it was uh, early on before I got involved, but we were able to get the perfect price for everybody uh, to, to jump on and, and try one out for themselves. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm, I'm excited to get them released, uh, yeah, I and, bet. in people's hands this, this year. And just to see how much he's, he's grown as a person from when we first started to where he is now. Mm-hmm. And even just a little earlier today, he called me and he's like, Hey, check out the website now. Cause I, I didn't have the heart to tell cause me and him, like I said, we're the same. So when you have two people that are the same, like two alphas, like yeah, you really can. You don't. You're gonna have a hard time getting along. You're gonna. You're gonna be butting heads the whole time. Yeah, which is kind of good. I, I think it's kind of like a, you know, back to you know, you hear that term is it sharp, iron sharpening iron type deal. Like yeah, two people just are gonna make each other stronger. So like this guy, like I would tell him something, he'd come back at me, and I'm like, hey man, it's your company, but this is what I would do. Yeah, but he was really open to the ideas, and and he he's molded and shaped uh, his company into like listening to what I've said. And I've seen his parts too, where he's like, Hey, well this, and I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so kind of just made me step back and, and show me like a guy with fire like that. He's just going to go places. And I would have felt, I would have been that guy that, uh, you know, if I didn't get involved with this, I would have been like, I wish I would have, could have, and should have. Yeah. And then kicking myself in the balls several yeah. times, yeah. stepping on them probably cutting them off and just, <laughs> ah, and just yeah, and <laughs> waking up in the middle of the night saying man i'm an idiot how did i let that pass yeah. me yeah 100 yeah, no, it's, but it's great 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 tool man but but to to to, to expand on like something that you said earlier when when you said you know especially as waterfowlers because i think waterfowlers 
and, and not taken away from anybody else that hunts or, or whatever else. Um, but I find waterfowlers are, are very, uh, I can't even say the word, very, uh, they're always thinking of ways to make life a little bit easier, a little bit quicker. Creative. Yeah, creative. So, you know, you and George, you have that 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 mindset and there's and there's a million people out there that have that mindset that can think outside the box and they can they can come up with a, an idea i'm not one of those people um but you can think up some well i could just do this and it'll make it take the chance if you can if you can visualize it and and i guess the biggest thing I, i'm getting at here is that listen if you have an idea don't think that it's going to happen overnight because that's where that's where you're going to get disappointed. You got to manage your expectations. But if you've got an idea, then start then start thinking about producing it, making it a product, make it a business, protect it, get the patent, register yourself, all that stuff, and and just and do it. But don't don't try to do it all in one night. Like George, like you know, when I found out about the animator. I just happened to come across this thing and I'm like, man, this, this thing is, this is, this has potential to be good as long as it wasn't rushed. And that was my biggest thing. Don't rush it to get it in people's hands. Make sure it's, it's good and it's working and, and stuff, because you know, as well as I do, the first person that gets it and, and it falls apart on them, well, then that's it, right? Because they'll be all over social media and they'll just, they'll tear it apart. Um, but you guys have been very, very methodical. Like I get the, I get the emails, I get the updates. Listen, we're almost, we're almost there. We've had a setback. Um, something didn't work out. We weren't quite happy with this. We've sent it back. We're redoing it. And so there's been setbacks and stuff. It's to be able to watch. And, and I've talked to George and I know some of the ideas that he have that he has for things down the road. And, and he is, he's a very creative dude. And with you and him behind, listen, it, it's good to see some young people, uh, that's, that's getting into the game where it's not always the same people putting it the same company just putting out stuff it's it, it's good we need we need variety we need new people we need fresh ideas and and when you're taking you know a person like you and a person like george that are coming together i agree with you 100 two alpha two alpha personalities as long as you can remain professional the sky is the limit no, I agree 100%. Like I said, man, like, so the recent, most recent thing that we did, we updated was, uh, I told him about his website. He's like, hey, man, I'm getting a lot of visitors, but my conversion is terrible. And I was like, man, I, I really didn't want to have this conversation right now, but you brought it up. But, man, it looks like your website looks like one of those cheap Chinese ripoff things, like, to where it's like, hey, wait, buy more. Hey, here's this, this. I was like, yeah. you just have too much going on, man. It's just too much. Yeah. I said, clean it up, simplify it make a couple drop downs like on your menu and stuff like yeah. that. Just put it to where, you know, you have a menu and it says animators and you could click on animators and it shows you, you click what bird you have and it clicks and it takes you there. Yeah. Just make it simple and have your combo. And he, he within 
this conversation happened. <laughs> I'll say not yesterday, the day before yesterday. So in three days, he rebuilt his whole website. Like, I was just like, man, this guy is out of hand. Dude. Yeah, he's crazy. But but and he's got that fire. Packaging, he's, he's got, got the... he's got that fire, man. And he's yeah. the perfect guy to get involved with with him. Like I said, I, I know we're going to continue to have our, our run-ins, but at the end, we're we're friends, and we always told each other we're keeping friends, friends, business, business. Yeah. And it came to a point where we were just fighting too much, and obviously we probably have to just figure out something like either A, we don't talk as much, only unless it's necessary, <laughs> or uh, B, we walk away, which I'm not walking away. <laughs> so <laughs> it's going to be B, we just don't talk to each other as much. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, I'm excited. He's a great dude. Like I said, the way he, he's just that fire that he's got in him. And uh, we got some other problem, uh, plans coming up. I know he talked to you already, and that was one of the things I told him. But I said, dude, don't don't show your whole your whole hand. No, at that's once, right. You know, that's no, right. man. Maybe, maybe give him a little taste of what you got, but that's don't right. let him know about all the rest that's coming in the up upstream. You know. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. You know. So I know one of them he brought up was probably the wingsuit or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And I was like, dude, nope, nope. That is that is on the shelf. We're putting a pin on that. Yeah, and we're gonna work on it. We're gonna make it into a really great product, but that's not that's not yeah. a priority right now. So uh, that's where we came with. They're just focusing, focus, focusing on the animator, and it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. And that's kind of like how the finisher went. Like I came up with just the finisher, but in my patent, I included a whole bunch of other tools in it. Like when I first started, like yeah. the choke wrench. You can use the the head of the finisher can be used as a choke wrench. Um, I didn't know that. The, well, I know a lot of people don't because I'm not going to tell everybody all my cards, man. Like I just brought this out like two years ago. I did um, not know. I'm just hold on. Don't yeah. talk because I got to right. go grab. I got to right. grab mine. I got to check it out. Okay. I got to check this out because now. Like that's like that's the original that I've got. Yeah, nope. that one should should do it. Like so the little head part, the little top part of the head, yeah, uh, should fit right in the barrel of your shotgun upside down, and then you can use it as a choke wrench. So here's the deal, though. Not there's there was two seasons where we were adjusting molds, and uh, it it became a millimeter too thick. So wow. depending on what edition you have, yeah, the early on ones do it, the middle ones don't, and then the most recent ones do. Okay. And then I also had in there a bottle opener. So my newest yeah. editions, you got a bottle opener on there now. And then on the very bottom of the part where you put a, your split key ring on um, is a flathead screwdriver. So you could uh, use that to steal your buddy's band. So like he shot a bird and you're out there retrieving it. <laughs> yeah. You go out there and pop that in there and take it off before he even knows about it. That's awesome. So, yeah. So uh, just That's... like I said, I added a few things on there as, as the years have gone on. That's awesome. So you know what? Now that I've got it in my hands, here's a great time for anybody. So so the show we do it on we we record it on Zoom. Um, we put it on YouTube, uh, so people can watch. Uh, but the majority of the people don't watch; they listen to it through Apple Podcasts or whatever. But now that I'm holding it up, and for anybody that's watching, Dave. What is the proper way to hold this and the proper way exactly to use like you have it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so I I've been doing it wrong. You've been putting it upside down, huh? Yep. I've, I am I've, glad you brought that up, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I, this, this, this is hilarious. I was just talking to George about this yesterday. We were talking about a, a feature on, on his animator and I was like, man, I said, you have 
to talk to everybody as if they are like two years old. Not saying that people don't anybody yeah. like you want to yeah. have things so simplified. That's right. Because the, the simplest thing that you're like, oh, they should understand that the people don't. Nope. And he told me about how to use the animator. He's like, you do this, this, and I was like, I don't understand, dude. I honestly like, I, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, it sounds like you're making it sound easy, but to me, it's a complex. Like, you have to understand. You were the only one that knows how your idea works perfectly because you invented it. You started yeah. it. To me. When I came up with a finisher, I was like, oh, people just know how to, should know how to use this. And uh, I, 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 what came to my mind is I was at a show and this guy was talking to his friend. He goes, oh, it's awesome thing. You use this like this. And he just, and he did exactly like you. He went upside down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I was like, uh, sir, I was like, I just noticed that you're showing him how to use that. Is, it, that's, is that how you've been using it? He goes, yeah. And I was like, and it works? So, oh, yeah, it works great. And I was like, yeah. well, good to know. I said, but you have it the wrong orientation. It does go upwards. Yeah. So that little point, the, the yeah. little point, we designed it that way. So when it breaks skin, you and that's what I tell people, right? When it breaks skin, you don't want to jam it all the way straight in. Because when you do that, it comes out to the mm-hmm. frontal lobe right here. Yeah. It comes out to the eyes. Yeah. So whenever you break skin, you barely just want to barely break skin. And you drop the handle down, which angles the tip upwards. And then you drive it forward. And it's going to come towards the top part of the head like this way. And then you just get a triple turn left, right, and remove. And that's it. There you go. See, so good. So uh, because yeah, buddy, uh, this is the way I use it. I've been always going like, this is the way in. And I sort of kind of go like that. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. So, so good that, uh, good that we said it good that we brought it up. So there you go. So apparently it works still. So the reason why you go in the back part of the head there, there's some other people who said, oh, you could just jam it through the eye, the top part of the skull. I mm. used to do it this way and do that. But here's the deal. The reason why it goes in the back part of the skull is not because the finisher can't do right through the skull. I have plenty of people that bust through skulls with the finisher. It's not a problem. Yeah. The reason why you go through the back part of the head is because you have the spinal cord, mm-hmm. you have the brain stem, and you have the brain all right there in that little uh, point. Yeah. Yeah. So when you break that skin, you're you're trying to hit that spinal cord, which makes a bird go limp, goes numb and stuff like that. You hit the brain, the brain stems what connects everything. So you're swiping yeah. that. That's why you're doing a little turn to cut that off. And then you're going up into the brain just to make sure you hit that brain. Now, granted, I have had, I don't know, out of a hundred birds that I've killed in 10 years. <laughs> that's how bad of a hundred I am. <laughs> uh, would, uh, no, but in reality, like just say out of a hundred, out of a batch of a hundred birds, um, I would say one or two, which I would call a Terminator duck. Yeah. I put that thing in perfectly. I turn it, I threw it in the pile and uh, it was still alive. And I was like, how in the world? But this is how, how strong that bird was. I shot it and it had half its skull missing. I only, I only did it, the finisher again, just because I, I could hear yeah. breathing. So I did that. I scooped it and I threw it there and half the back part of his cap was gone and wow. with the brain. And I was like, well, that bird's dead. I'll just couple, kind of just do it anyways. You know, I didn't want it to be flapping around and all that because I could see it breathing. And so we're there sitting, me and my buddy, we're talking, waiting for the next bird to come in. We're looking and I hear it breathing still and flapping all over inside wow. of the, the weeds and bush. And I'm like, there's no way. So granted, you may do things perfectly and it out of every hundred birds, you may have a couple of them that will not die. Yeah, I don't know the thing of that, but they probably are dead, but the will to live is very strong. So they're... You know, their body's just going to stay flapping for a while. Majority of the time, they flap for like one to five seconds, and they're done, yep. if yep. that. So, um, I mean, even with your experience using it upside down, 
it still works. It, it works still, for me. You're still disconnecting that spinal cord yeah. and brainstem when you're going like that. You're yeah. not going back up into the brain, but you're at least going down and you're still yeah. destroying that part. And that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to eliminate that part. It's almost like cutting a bird's head off. You know, yeah. it's basically what you're doing, but yeah. it's keeping it clean. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So even if you are using upside down, it's fine. Just turn it over and go upright next time. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, maybe some people would say that they're embarrassed. I got a goddamn fly around me. Um, oh, I've got a fly that's been around here too. And I got a cricket in, and I got a cricket. Can you hear the cricket? No, I can't. Okay, yeah. good. Because there's a cricket down in the corner, and I've been two days trying to get this fucker out of here, and uh, he's eluding me so far. Um, but I'd, you know, maybe some fellows would say that they're embarrassed to say that they've been uh, using it wrong. To me, um, I don't know. I, when I looked at the thing, I was like, oh, just the angle just make to me. I was like, oh, it just makes sense to go in this way. <laughs> but, you know, it worked for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but the thing is, the way that you're saying it, I think I may have had to, to jiggle around a little bit more to to, to finish it off. Um but going in the way that you would, I think it would be a lot more quicker with without as much movement, right? So, um, oh yeah, literally a, a turn left, turn right, and a, right. Uh, and then pull out. And yeah. you know, some guy always says, if you could start a truck, you can kill a duck. I think that came from one of my buddies that makes lanyards, a uh, Wesley um, with VPC lanyards. I think he's the one who told me about that. Okay, like, I like that. I think I'm stealing yeah. it from you. Yeah, yeah. He's, oh, that's all cool, man. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> it. So, yeah. But uh, you know, Dave, like. So I checked out your website. I was reading about your website and and one of the things and and I can tell you you're one of these guys where you're always constantly thinking, right? You're always looking, you're always trying to to think of the next thing and stuff like that. And without showing all your cards, one of the things that you did <laughs> say on your website is that, you know, you, that's what the company is built around. It's built around being innovative to create tools that would help outdoors people. Um, so is there, is what, you know, I know you're probably going to tell me no, because it hasn't been released yet or whatever, but like what, what's on the, what's on the docket to come out from, from your company. So, and, and if anybody's oh. wondering, Adrenaline is, is the company. The finisher is a product. Adrenaline is, is the website. And if you go check it out, it, and if you Google, just say the finisher duck, it'll come up on Google. Um, but anyways, I digress. Um, yeah. and what, what's, what's coming out, buddy? So um, this next product that's coming out, it's, um, well, I did come up with a headlamp. So that's a little different. I see that head around. I seen yeah, that headlamp. That's, that's yours. Yeah. Well, I, I designed it. So um, they have a bunch of them out there. It's not, and it's something that's not done already. And, and this is my thing. So if I'm going to do something that's been out for years and yep. uh, there's no patents on it or anything, I, everybody and their mom can make one of these things. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem going in and redesigning something that fits me. So, and I sold, I used to sell a, a friend's headlamp and um, I kept asking him to put red on it. Cause that's all my customers always ask. They're like, I'll buy this if I have red on it. I yep. want red. I want red. Yeah. So I've asked and never what happened. So I said, oh, I'm going to buy my own. So I bought a couple hundred dollars worth of all kinds of headlamps. I have a basket full of them. Yeah. And uh, I got the best features from what I liked from everyone. I made one headlamp that I liked. 
Awesome. So it has a zoom feature on the bottom. You can like just turn it like that and it zooms. And then or you can open it up and it turns into like a floodlight. Yeah. It has two lights on the side, which turn into just red. They just have red on the sides. The main focal beam is white. And they're on at the separate times. So they're not all together. Yeah. Um the back part of the battery bank is uh, is a power bank. Like you could yeah. charge your cell phone out in the field and stuff like that if you needed to. Um, which has helped me several times out there whenever I wanted to use my phone for something. People are using Onyx and stuff like that to be on these, yeah. these spots. Or you want to check things out and your phone dies. It's freezing out there. It dies quicker. So you can just plug your phone into it. It'll drain the rest of the batteries out of your headlamp into your phone, charge your phone or other device that uses a USB port. Um, has a little SOS whistle on the side of the headband in case you get stranded out somewhere and you want to blow a little whistle out there to get some attention, you know. And uh, we're giving it a one-year warranty and has 3,000 lumens, man. So okay. it's so insane. I got to show, I got to show this. So are, are you able to see this? What I'm, what I'm bringing yeah. up on the screen. Yeah. Okay. So for those that are listening, you're not going to be able to see it, but if you're watching on YouTube, you can. So, um, so here is, here's David's the blinder headlamp. So I seen <laughs> yeah. it. I never really looked yeah. more into it because I was like, Oh, it's a, it's, it's a headlamp, right? Like, um, right. but now that you're telling me about it, I I'm checking yeah. this out. Like, look at this fucking. Thing. So I'm ex, so I'm ex military. So I, I've got to tell you that I wouldn't buy a headlamp unless it had red. I wouldn't just because it's drilled into me that you need red light um, because it it doesn't give away as much as what white light would. Um, So I I agree with all your friends saying that they need it, but I really dig. So I'm guessing where my mouse is circling these two banks right here. This is your red lights. And then you're solid. Yep. Dude, that is insane. I like the idea that, um, yeah. Not that those I really are just stock photos. This is something yeah. we released uh, probably about a few months ago. Okay. I haven't had a chance to go out in the field and actually put some video on there and some other uh, updated things. But that is, I can tell you my, my neighbor lives about a hundred yards from me and I light up his entire house enough to where he got pissed and uh, <laughs> called me up and said, would you mind? I was like, I'm sorry. I'm just, I was just testing out a headlamp. I didn't know it was in your guys' uh, in your bedroom. I didn't see nothing. I'm not trying to be a peeping Tom or anything, but uh, it literally blew up their whole house um, with this light. And they're a hundred yards from me at least. Wow. And uh, it's, it's just, it's ridiculous. So anyways, like, so something like that, I don't, I, I wouldn't mind, but my whole thing is like, so whenever you see a need, feel a need, if, if that needs been filled and it's being properly, like don't jump on someone else's curtail to utilize their hard work and stuff like that to try and advance a product that you made exactly like theirs and they're still, right have a patent on it and you're, and you're infringing on that and stuff like that. And you come up with a, you know, a little ruler to put on yours to, to make yeah. yourself patent pending, you right. know, like to me, it's just, it, it it's, it's kind of cowardly, especially, you know, and cheating, uh, putting, you know, cheating. It's just, I don't, that, I'm not up to that. Yeah. That's what, that's, that's what I think of done before. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, I, I, I just think it's just disgusting me to me yeah. anyways. Um, so aside from that, like, headlamps everyone can make so that's why i did that so that's one thing and I, it wasn't me specifically i i well i kind of did but my good friend ramsey russell at a yep. i don't know if you yep. saw that on there yeah he hunts all over the world mm-hmm. his slogans uh it's, it's duck season somewhere or something like that right yeah yeah um so he was the perfect person one for testing out my finisher which he's gonna help launch me basically yeah. 
because yeah. I knew nothing about marketing and all that stuff. So I contacted him with my finisher. He helped me out. Great dude. And then he's the first person that came to my mind when I had this headlamp. And I was like, this guy's going to use this thing all over the place. Yeah. Sure enough, I sent it to him. He used it for about three months, four months. He called me up and said, hey, I need another one. I was like, oh, no. What happened? He's like, oh, we're great. Because I just stopped working after a horse stepped on it. I was like, oh, okay, well, he's all, I still got to put it together and it's glued a little bit. He said, but it, it doesn't look good, man. He's all, but it's still working. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's, wow. uh, that's good to hear. At least I know this guy's using this thing forever and he has had no issues with it. So that's one of the things. So that, that's, that's not too big of a deal, right? Headlamp, whatever. That's the next cool, thing though. I have, it, it's, a, it's not my own personal invention, so I can't take credit for this at all. Um, but it's signed over into my name and, uh, I'll give credit where credit is due. Uh, my lawyer, uh, we've become good friends obviously mm -hmm. over eight years. We talked every year about yeah. something or I, you know, and, uh, his dad wanted to go duck hunting one time. He's like, I've never gone duck hunting before. This is about two years ago and maybe three years ago. It's been a little while, three, four years ago, maybe. Um, and I was like, yeah, man, I got a spot. You guys come out here and I'll take you guys. Yeah, he's like, all oh, right, on. so we show up, man. It was a blessing, dude. Like, we had ducks coming in right in our face. I, I let them take majority of the shots. There's three of us, you know what I mean? And we were just we filled our limits, dude. Like, they're yeah. right in our face. It was the best duck hunting experience. Yeah, you, could have yeah, you absolutely ruined that man for his first hunt, right? He did. <laughs> yeah. So, so here, here it is, man. It, it's it's adding up right now. It's gonna come down to a very sad slope <laughs> down here in a minute. So so we we became good friends, talked a little bit, and uh, his dad told me, hey, just let us know when you guys are even go hunting again or whatever. I'd I like to go again and all that. And uh, he had they have a property up in the mountains, and um, he actually had some elk tags, and he gave me an elk tag to go hunt. Someone and I filled my elk tag and all that, and we talked about us going up there and visiting at their cabin and stuff like that every now and then. And um, so we hadn't talked for a while, but then our draw results came out two years ago, I think it was. And I was like, "Hey, I have it, him and his my lawyer Kevin and his dad David uh, in a group message." And I was like, "Hey, how how are you guys doing? How did you guys do for the draw?" And I get a call from Kevin right away. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry to tell you, but my dad passed away." Oh, I was like, oh gosh, that's kind of a yeah you know, you're a jerker there and yeah he's like yeah i should have told you i just i spaced it and uh he's like um he had a massive heart attack but he was up at the cabin doing some work and uh he tried to he ate a you know tylenol and all this anyways a sad sad sad, sad story and yeah um but anyways here here's what happened so his dad was kind of an innovator as well and uh designed this this product for a ice chest and it, i'm i don't know i'm i don't know what i'm exactly calling it yeah. but uh as of right now it's it's a hammock for your ice chest okay and um so they designed this this deal to where you can put your food in it and all the ice and stuff yeah. and then as the ice melts your food stays elevated yeah. above it it doesn't get so it in the water cool. Yeah, it doesn't get in the water and stuff. I don't know how many times I've had lunch meat ruined <laughs> by meat, and I tried eating it even with with floated meat, man. Like it is disgusting. I'm not gonna lie, dude. It is. I'm gross. laughing. I'm laughing because how many times have I done the exact same thing and been like, man, I'm not gonna friggin' eat that now. Like <laughs> like hot dog buns. That's the prime example. Bread. You put. You put a 
put all your hot dogs, your hamburger, everything in the in the ice chest, and and at by the end of the day, your hot dogs are floating, they're soaking wet. <laughs> like so, and this is the thing, and it just plays into what you said. Like somebody guaranteed somebody is if 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 it pisses you off, it's pissed somebody else off, and somebody's thought about yeah. it. And that man thought about it. He did. And so yeah. Kevin was like, Hey, I've, I've, uh, I'm not the type of person to do anything like what you've done. Yeah. He's like, so I want to sign his patent over into your name. And I was like, dude, there's no way you can't do that. He's like, yeah. yeah. And he goes, I don't want nothing. He goes, you just, you take care of the maintenance fees. Yeah. Um, and then it'll be yours. Like you do whatever you think with it. He goes, you don't have to do anything with it. He's like, I'll, I'll show you the patent, the stuff that we have now. He's like, it's, it's very cheap and cheaply made our prototype. And I said, that's how prototypes are, though. It's no big yeah. deal. And I was like, dude, I'm going to do something in honor of your dad. Like, I'm going to do something. I don't know how, but it's going to – I'm going to do – even if I make a couple hundred dollars in, yeah. in doing this deal, I'm okay with it. But I'm just going to feel like at least I, I did something with it, with it, something his dad never did. And I would I feel – I would feel I'm honored the fact that he signed over these things into my name. Yeah. And I'm going to do something. I'm not going to shelf it. So that is coming down That's the cool, the, dude. The what yeah, what was and, his dad's uh, I, name? His name's David. Uh, oh, I David. I would I would one hundred percent call it the Dave, like one hundred percent. That's what I would call it. You don't have to, but well, I, I was would... thinking like the Davic, like like almost like a hammock, like the Davic. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I don't know. Play on words, man. Yeah. I don't know, man. I I've been thinking about this for weeks already. I'm like, <laughs> I wanted to use something with his name. That's it. so awesome, and, uh, dude. I don't know any of your listeners out there. I'm I'm open for the idea. There you go. Some cool mashup with the guy's name, Dave. That's um, so cool. David Dave. Souls is, is the last name. There, there. It's Kevin Souls, David Souls. Um, That's so awesome. Hey, yeah. And and you guys, uh, guys and girls that are listening, listen. Um, get a hold of David at the finisher if you've got if you've got the name. Then, then get a hold of them. And you heard it here first, guys and girls. Um, yeah. This is that's cool, Dave, buddy. Um, we are over at sixty minutes, yeah. so in in my best effort to keep the audience engaged and not um, <laughs> not keeping uh, not keeping this going, but I tell you, uh, I would love to have you come back on again um, and talk some more because I think it was a great episode. Um, a lot of great there's some good laughs too so which is which is always fun um when there's some laughs and stuff but i would i would love to have you on um as somebody that's been using your product for for the last seven years um i've been using your product i love it um and it's on my lanyard all the time i always uh so the only thing that i do need uh, i'm gonna get one of those Zip, zip, retractors. Things. You need those retractors. Yes, sir. Yeah, because because yeah, yeah. that paracord. Um, I'm I'm not gonna lie, it gets on my nerves a lot. So, um, but oh, yeah. But anyways, buddy, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I'll give you the last word, and then uh, and then we'll sign out. So over to you, dude. Hey, man. No, I appreciate Damien having me on, and all the other guys that couldn't make it here. Um, next round, definitely, we'll have some more conversations and some laughs. Uh, yeah, it's just good intro just to get a little bit of my background and stuff like that. And then whenever we can talk about whatever else comes around, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, 
and the next time and I guess the biggest don't wait for me to send you an invite. You've got an open invite on the show whenever you want. All you got to do is fire me a message and say, hey, Damien, um, when can I get on? And and we'll we'll get you on, buddy. So so don't wait for me um, because I get tunnel vision um, like you wouldn't believe. And I, I just I see straight ahead. I never see out of my peripherals. So um, reach out, buddy, anytime you want to come on. Um, and maybe we can get you and George on someday because um, that because that would be for comedic reasons only, because I just I could just picture the two of you having a conversation. I just sit back and I'll crack a beer and just let you two go at it for 60 minutes. It'd be yeah. it'd be yeah, awesome. It'd be like, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a married couple, dude. You don't have a bunch of married couple bickering at each other. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, everybody. Uh, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Um, the finisher, the headlamp. I'm going to check out that headlamp again, too, though. Um, but everybody, uh, go follow David. Follow the finisher. Check it out. If you, if you are one of the uh, unlucky souls that's still ringing necks um, because you have no other option, um, please check out the finisher. I promise you, you will be, you will be happy that you made that purchase. Um, again, this is the Union 0430. We, even though the boys aren't here tonight, we do not pretend to be experts. We are just a bunch of dudes that love hanging out, talking about bird hunting, and we get to meet some pretty amazing people just like David. So until next time, big love. Look after one another and surround yourself with good people. Ciao. Awesome. Have a good one.